If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Mr. Adam Tiger Bomb. Adam, how are you doing today? Matt, I am great. I am stoked for this episode. Yeah. How are you doing, man? Hey, man, I'm good. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm excited, actually. I've been do- wanting to do one of these for a while. Uh, you, I think uh, you had kind of suggested it um, last time after we recorded, uh, and that is a top 10 res- or some Resident Evil games. And so we're going to do it. Yeah. We're going yeah. <laughs> to do, do a top 10. Um, this is kind of our top 10. Um, we both have our, our list. I don't know what's on your list. You don't know what's on my list. No, yeah. <laughs> and uh, we're going to kind of go through here. And same thing, we're going to run into situations where, you know, you may have a game a lot higher. I may have a game a lot lower, whatever. The cool thing is right, right. with Resident Evil, there's not really that many games. Um, you know, 10 pretty much covers most of the series. So oh, yeah. what's going to be more fun is seeing where we kind of rank them each. So, you know, sometimes we may hold off. And wait till the other one comes up. But I'm going to go ahead and, uh, you know, let you go first with your number 10. Ooh, all yeah. right. Okay. Um, all right. Now, this, my number 10, this is an interesting pick because it's not actually one I've I've finished, actually. That's okay. That's, but, I, I, I have I have one or two that I haven't, I haven't finished. And for the most part, every Resident Evil I've played, I have finished, actually. Mm-hmm. But, but this is probably the exception. Um, but it's Resident Evil 7. Okay. Um, I, I will, I, mean, I will go ahead and say that Resident Evil 7 is not on my list because ooh. I haven't played it yet. Okay. I'm, I'm waiting to, it looks amazing. Um, I just, it's the one Resident Evil that I haven't, I haven't really touched. And so I've, I've heard nothing but great things. So anyway, go ahead. Yeah. I think Resident Evil 7 is exactly what, uh, the series needed, um, to get its groove back, the way I, the way I think about it is, um, Resident Evil Four mm-hmm. first changed the formula. I really enjoyed Resident Evil Four. I loved Resident Evil Four. Um, it, you know, it had the over the shoulder uh, camera angle, but it was still a, t- a terrifying game. Mm-hmm. You know, and I felt like it's the, the series started to lose its grip around five and and six. I did enjoy six more than five. I hated Resident Evil Five. I wasn't the biggest fan of the Resident Evil Revelations games, and then we got a plethora of um, just spinoff games like uh, Umbrella Chronicles for the Wii and stuff right. like you know, it's just all all retelling and rail shooters. And he got. Um, what was it? Um, the uh, 
Operation Raccoon City. Raccoon City, which, which is which is a cool game. I did think that game was cool in the sense that it's like a what-if kind of game. It's right. not exactly a, a scary game, but Resident Evil 7 definitely set the benchmark of how terrifying it could be. It, even um, reinventing itself while, while having um, totally new characters, new enemies, um, there, there's still a sense of familiarity of that Resident Evil charm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think all in all, it did a really great job presenting it to us in this brand new, exciting flavor. But again, like I said, it still had, um, things that are very familiar in a Resident Evil, um, game, the Resident Evil atmosphere. So yeah. th- that's why, um, that's why I would put seven at my, uh, my number 10. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't, uh, I haven't touched seven. Um, I plan on it here, here shortly. And, uh, I have a feeling, uh, just seeing some gameplay footage and stuff like that. I have a feeling seven could end up, you know, end up being much really high on my list, um, uh, in the future. So, okay. My number 10, I have resident evil three nemesis. All right. Okay. Okay. I'm sure you have it on your list. Is it? It is. It nemesis is on my list. Do you want me to say where it is on my list? Uh, is it is it towards the bottom or is it towards the top? It's much towards the top, actually. Well, the, okay. Well, we we could hold off on Resident Evil Evil Three Nemesis. That's that's that's. No, we could go. We could go now. That's fine. Okay, that's fine. I, All right. I, I don't, no okay, so Resident Evil Three for me, um, I I. I don't get me wrong. It's it's obviously a good game. I, none of my none of these games. I, I sometimes when you do like oh it's my tenth game, people are like oh you think it sucks. No no no. I actually think most of the Resident Evil games are great games. Um, but three for me, when I look at kind of the original format, right, which is like one, two, three, and Code Veronica, uh, and zero. Um, three for me. Yeah, I, zero I, even. Yeah. Yeah. Three has always been kind of the we felt the weakest to me um, because you only have like the you have, you know, you pretty much just have the Jill storyline. And um, it seemed like the gimmick, the entire gimmick was just the idea that the nemesis was kind of, like would pop up every now and then. And that was cool. Right. Um, right there's right. also the terrible God, it was like water sample puzzle, which is like God awful. Uh, oh, that was terrible! <laughs> yeah. Oh man. And so, and so, at, at that point, um, you know, Resident Evil Three also came out around the same time as Code Veronica, and you know, it was on the it was right. It was, you know, talking PlayStation versus Dreamcast, and I always felt like Code Veronica was just a way way better game, and so I think that's also kind of soured me on three, um, and then you know. Through time, we've had the remake of one, which is phenomenal. Um, right, right. Now and then two, which is like I think it's probably you know, with the exception of four, probably the most beloved Resident Evil. And with the remake of two, the remake of two looks phenomenal. Like it I does am look great. So yes. excited for it. Like I am, I am so excited for Resident Evil, the re- remake of Resident Evil two. So three is just kind of, I, I just always viewed it as the weakest of of those first. You know the original formula. That's that's that's, that's a very interesting standpoint. It's like I, I mean, I don't feel it was it was the weakest, but I mean, definitely, it's crazy in a sense that its its competitor was a series that was in its own franchise, which again mm-hmm. is Code Veronica, which yeah. it did come out very very quickly after um, Resident Evil Three and. Mm-hmm. There's another uh, a point I could make about uh, Code Veronica, but I, 
but I'm not going to do that. Right, we should um, wait. Yeah, because I think you and yeah. I both have code Veronica pretty high. Yeah, a little, so, a little <laughs> foreshadowing, you know. Yeah. Like I'll just, I'll get what I thought about Resident Evil Three out of the way right now, really. So quickly. where, where I mean, did you, where did you have three? Resident Evil Three is actually my number four. Okay. Um. So, um. So, you know, it's fine. Like I got it crossed off, so I, I, you know, I know not to repeat myself here. But, mm-hmm. um, Resident Evil Three Nemesis. I mean. It was it was the first Resident Evil game to make me truly feel like no place was safe for you. You know that mm-hmm. you um in Resident Evil One, Resident Evil Two, if, you know of course you're obviously still you're still safe in your save rooms, right. but in Resident Evil One and Two, you always had the idea of well there's certain places where enemies can't get to me at all. But in Resident Evil Three, that's not the case. If you decide to run from Nemesis or if there's just those key moments where he shows up, he's going to come at you no matter where you are. It's like, right. oh, this part in Resident Evil 3 never had any enemies come to you before? Well, that changes once Nemesis um, joins the picture here, once he right. joins the fray. Um, I I really, really liked the um, the clock tower puzzle was um, really mm-hmm. cool. It, it, it's crazy in a sense because it, it was one of those moments in a game that creates a real false sense of hope like it really did feel like you were getting to the end of that game and then there's that cut scene where the chopper comes and it's like you really do think it's over but it's not nemesis shows up and shoots out the freaking helicopter and it's just like i mean not only is nemesis a monster chasing after you he's a monster carrying a rocket launcher coming after you i mean nothing is more terrifying than that it's just um had a very cool assortment of weapons um, I liked the idea of the hidden costumes because Resident Evil Three and Dino Crisis came out around the same time. I and was, was kind of like I was ju- if- I was actually just about to bring that up. Yeah, I just looked it up. Resident Evil Three came out September twenty second, nineteen ninety nine. Dino Crisis came out in July. Right now, if anyone remembers, um, if you had gotten Dino Crisis, you it came with a Resident Evil Three demo. My copy did at the time when I was a kid, and when I rebought Dino Crisis, when I was rebuying my PlayStation games, my copy of Dino Crisis did in fact still come with its Resident Evil 3 demo. Of course, I still have, I have the actual copy of Resident Evil 3, but it's a nice novelty to have like the game complete that way. Mm -hmm. So what's cool is if you get to unlock special costumes for Jill, you get Regina's special forces outfit from Dino Crisis. I always liked that little touch there. It was really cool. Um, Moby Dick had the figures, the Resident Evil 3 figures, and you could get the Jill Valentine figure as well, wearing the Regina outfit. So, so cool. Um, But again, great assortment of... Uh, enemies, um, conspiracies pop up with the Umbrella Mercenaries. Um, it it was just a game that created a real, right, real sense of of dread at the yeah. time. Uh, very cool. You know that would be a game as we've talked about some future projects here. I think that would be another interesting comparison video. Would be Dino, oh, Dino Crisis, like Dino Crisis verse. Resident Evil Three um, as two games that came out around the same time, both made you know both Capcom and games, and I think it would be kind of an interesting comparison of the two. It's really interesting too because it's not not only are they both Capcom games, not only do they both use the same mechanics for the most part. Resident Evil does things that um, Dino Crisis doesn't do. Dino Crisis does things Resident Evil doesn't do, but also. Shinji Mikami was at the helm of both of these. That's mm-hmm. another thing that makes that very, very interesting as well. Right. Yeah, so cool. 
Um, all, right. all right, let's move on to our number nines. Um, I'll go first this time. Um, okay. So I have Resident Evil Dark Side Chronicles. Ooh. For for the Wii, is that on your list at all? It is not actually. Okay. Um, is Umbrella Chronicles on your list at all? <laughs> it is not actually. Okay. No. All right. So uh, Umbrella Chronicles isn't on mine. Um, Dark Side Chronicles is to me one of you know the Wii because the Wii had such an enormous library actually has some really kind of interesting games in that they have uh, they have a handful of rail shooters right there's a uh what is definitely it? there's yeah. uh, umbrella chronicles dark side chronicles house of the dead mm-hmm. overkill right right yeah that, um, i think that was one of the first ones actually mm-hmm. for the Wii. there's a yeah. dead space game i'm blanking on its name but i, I it's, it's there is though you're right i don't remember the name either it's like but there retribution is. or something i'm totally blanking on it right now but um yeah and they're all they're all a lot of fun and it, the wii is perfect for that right the wii is actually perfect for rail shooters and um dark star chronicles i think is the better of the two the graphics actually for the wii are pretty good for the time i think that game came out um later in the in its life cycle um I'm gonna pull it up here. Visually, it was pretty impressive. I I will give it that. Yeah, yeah. Darkside Chronicles. Yeah, 2009. Um, you know, for the Wii again. You know, the Wii was like a 480p system. It wasn't. It wasn't a. It wasn't a 1080p system. And it kind of retells some of the events of, um, I think uh, Resident Evil 2 and stuff like that. Right. And it's just. It's 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 kind of it's kind of a fun way to kind of to retell some you know some events in the resident evil series and um you know we we had at this point we had moved past resident evil 4 right so it's kind of it's and resident evil 5 and we're moving into that kind of actiony kind of resident evil games and For, it was, yeah definitely yeah. and i just i just think it's a it's a cool way to kind of do it because you know you look at it's com- some of its you know competitors like house of the dead you know why you know it makes a lot of sense resident evil rail shooters makes total sense and uh, yeah, I just I always thought it was a lot of fun when it came out. Um, you know, there's a Code Veronica chapter, which is great. Um, and so it's just cool. I always thought it's like you know let's let's add a little bit to the story of of both of these games and do it in a in a different way. And I always just thought it was it was a lot of fun. It's a game you can kind of just grab somebody and and go through and play really quick. And uh, you know, because Resident Evil games are long, so now it's kind of like a quick arcade version of Resident Evil that I thought worked really well. Nice, very nice. Yeah. I didn't play um, uh, Dark Side Chronicles. Um, to be honest, I only played a little bit of Umbrella Chronicles, and that was when I. The only part of that game I really enjoyed was how it shows uh, Wesker mm-hmm. trying to escape the mansion at when because you you learn in Code Veronica that he didn't die right um, in Resident Evil One, and that's the first time you're seeing him since Resident Evil One, because after he was killed by the tyrant which he also anticipated happening anyway and gained his powers that we know him to have, It's you, you get to see him trying to escape the mansion before it just goes kaboom, basically. I thought that was a very nice touch in the retelling because, yeah, that does happen, and now we're getting to see it. So mm-hmm. that, that was pretty cool. Yeah. But, um, yeah, yeah. And- yeah, again, you know, it's 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 a it's a nice addition to the series is is how I, I feel. I feel both games are pretty good. They're both well received. Um, I'm looking at Metac- Metacritic has it a 75 out of 100. IGN gave it an 8.1. So, yeah, you know, it's and it's also a, it's also it's a, it's a decent addition to your Wii library. It's I think it's also on PS3 or what is it? PS Move or whatever. Um, oh, I didn't know that, actually. Yeah. Oh. So, yep. So cool. cool. All right. Your number nine. 
My number nine is, uh, I don't know how popular this one is. It was a spinoff game, uh, Resident Evil Dead Aim. Okay, Dead Aim, uh, is, Dead Aim is not on my list. I've played a little bit of it, but uh, yeah, so um, it's cool. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it might not have the greatest uh, story in the world, but it's a story that lets you see what else is happening in the world mm-hmm. outside of the U.S., outside of Raccoon City. This is taking place off the shores of uh, Europe. You play as uh, Bruce, who's an agent, and there is this guy named Morpheus, who's with Umbrella. He injects himself with the virus and becomes this weird, androgynous-looking uh, tyrant, um, very interesting um, enemy designs. Uh, you get to see new versions of hunters. Um, there is a BOW that kind of looks like what would be a progenitor to what Nemesis became. Uh, you're on a cruise ship for the most part of it, but the fun aspect, the real immersive part of this game was this was on the PlayStation 2. Right. But what you can do is if you had a gun con control, the game you move around in third person, but if so, if you so desired, if you had a gun con controller, and when you went to shoot at your um, enemies, the game would go into first person mode. Yeah, kind of like Metal, so, Gear, like Metal Gear Solid, the Metal Gear Solid series. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So the gun con controller can aid you going into that view, making for a more immersive gameplay experience. So for that innovation, because to be fair, I I'm not gonna say where yet. We were supposed to get that in an earlier game, mm-hmm. but we did not. So, to to get something at all at this point, I I thought was um really cool, and again, uh, pretty uh, innovative to the Resident Evil series. Uh, yeah, Resident I'm, Evil Dead Aim. Yeah, yeah, I'm reading right here, um, because I I didn't I didn't really play this one, but uh, yeah, you can use a PS2 light gun and a USB mouse. The mouse I didn't know about. I wonder how that works, though. Yeah. Um, yeah does it, it say? Uh, I don't know. It was developed by Cavia, who was a company. I'm like, oh, I have to look up who these guys are. Yeah, these guys developed the Dark Side Chronicles, Umbrella Chronicles, just like a handful of random, you know, pretty Japanese games. Uh, they developed, like, the D- Dragon Ball Z Supersonic Warrior series. Uh, Interesting. Yeah, so just kind of a, a wide variety of, of games. Sega Bass Fishing for the Wii uh, oh wow! <laughs> you know, so just a total, a total wide uh, variety of, of games. I will say, um, this game has some pretty uh, interesting box art. Yeah, yeah, it's. Um, <laughs> it's not- I, I mean, I don't know. It's like you would look at it and not think of it to be a Resident Evil game, but it's also, um, it was the fourth. And final installment in a Capcom spinoff series called um, Gun Survivor. There were four games mm-hmm. in the Gun Survivor series. The first one uh, being Resident Evil Survivor. The second one being a altered version of Code Veronica. Yep. Um, then there was one called Dino Stalker. Has nothing to do with Dino Crisis, but it was a Capcom game. And then this uh, Dead Aim was the fourth and, and final one, actually. Right. But yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Number eight. All right. Um. Okay. Um. So my number eight is Resident Evil Five. Ooh. It's not on my list. Okay. Five isn't. Wow. Five isn't on your list at all. I hate Resident Evil Five. Hey, that's okay. A lot of people do. Um. That's, <laughs> that's okay. So here's the thing. I could have Resident Evil Five in like my top three. Um. 
However, I have you know I, I've t- we've anytime I've ever talked about it, um, any 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 of my listeners will know, Resident Evil Five co-op is an awesome game. I uh, heard a co-op is really fun though. Co-op yeah, I did hear that. Co-op is great. If and I played the entire game co-op. Um, my buddy Tim, we like just plowed through it in like two days. Um, nice. It, I, now, my one of my issues with Resident Evil Four and Five is in the same vein. Is we got away from zombies. We got to like the end of the Las Plagas stuff, and right. I was never, I never really liked that. Um, I thought that Five had like when you get to the kind of the end of the story. Um, you know, like you kind of get back into like the factory where they're kind of like manufacturing zombies and you're like, what's going on here? Um, but I always thought that it moved well, you know, it's like gears of war essentially, right? It's, it's, it's gears of war. You play- it's still tanky, but it's different. Yeah. Know? Yeah. And so, um, I just think like co-op, it's a lot of fun when you're playing by yourself. It is a terrible, terrible experience. Um, six is kind of the same way, but six fixes a lot of the issues that five has. Um, you know, six was good. I liked yeah, six. like yeah, like you. I did play you six know. co-op. Actually, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You can queue in. See, it's funny. I didn't play six co-op. I played six by myself. Um, <laughs> I tried playing five by myself, but it's it's just bad. You know, you can queue in the jokes about you know Sheva, 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 Sheva. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> over and over and over again. That was actually a big joke amongst all our friends. The story in five gets a little too ridiculous for me. Um, like I remember the scene where there's like, you know, they're not zombies, but it's the, the Plagueis infected guys on motorcycles. And we were just like, yeah, zombies on motorcycles. Like, here we go. I, yeah. <laughs> just, I, uh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, there, yeah. There's one thing about Resident Evil 5 I appreciate, though, but I'll let you keep going. Yeah. And first, so then, but. you know, like the, the boat battle where it's like, you know, you're using rocket launchers on this boat to fight this giant, like, you know, mutated, like squid oh that thing yeah (laughs) it's like jesus and then the end like the end is so fucking ridiculous like where chris redfield like you know uppercuts a boulder to get like out of yeah it's like it's that at at that point it's like we're beyond action movie at this point i don't even know but then what's called that but then wesker does go into like the lava and you know hopefully is like finally 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 dead Right. Um, yeah, and so I'm also a, a bigger Leon Kennedy guy um, than I am a, a Chris Chris Redfield of my of my protagonists. Um, but yeah, so so that's another reason for me why I have it, I have it ranked kind of low. Um, but you know that's like unfair. But this is our top ten. Damn it! So you know that's, like, that's, that's <laughs> very true. I yeah, get a, I get yeah. to factor that in. So. Um. Yeah. So that's just. I have five down at eight. Uh. For those reasons, I get the criticism for it, but I. I will. Will say again. If you have the opportunity to play this co-op, it is a great time. If you have to play it single player, it is not a great time. <laughs> so it's it's um. It is actually another Resident Evil I played next to seven that I haven't finished. But again, that's because I actually didn't um enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um. But the one thing I appreciate about Five is it did culminate the Chris Wesker saga. Mm-hmm. I I did think that was um, that was cool um, to see Wesker's final moments was kind of like. By that point, I I I just watched a video for it just to see what happened because yeah, I just fine, couldn't yeah. bring myself to finish the game, and I I kind of like sat there and like had like a sigh of relief, like it's over, it's finally over, yeah. <laughs> you know. But um. I, and I mean, I, I did like Sheva somewhat as a character as well, 
but um, there was one moment. There's one moment. Um, the whole twist with Jill Valentine and everything. Right. And she 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 snaps out of the uh, the mind control and mm-hmm. everything, and she's like telling you like what to do, where to go to find Wesker and everything. And Chris pauses, and then she goes, "What's wrong, Chris?" Don't you trust your own partner? And in my head, I'm like, I did trust you till you said that right there. It's yeah. like there was just something about it that was so off, and I still thought Joe was gonna like yeah. double the cross D- you. I will say the, I, DL- the shock value was real there, though. The DLC is actually a lot of fun if you get the gold version, um, and you get the mission to find out like what happened to, to Jill, where they're like uh, Jill and Chris are going into um, this mansion, and it's, so it's cool. It's not the mansion, but it is a mansion, and they have a lot of throwbacks to that. Oh, that's where that's the uh, the other uh, Spencer estate, right? And yep. they're trying, and that's and so the, before Wesker kills him and everything. Yep, and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, so that's it's cool. So it it's cool. The deal the DLC is is a is a fun mission, but um, yeah. So that's that's kind of where I'm at on uh, Resident Evil Five, and then the, you know there's like a survival mode, which is kind of fun. Um, you can. I I, I always like. Th- any survival mode, really, in most mm-hmm. of the Resident Evil games, actually. Yeah. But um, it's funny too, uh, because really quick, I'll, I'll, um, the last thing I can say about Five is people I know as well that didn't like Five did say that DLC you just mentioned. They did say that was pretty good though, too. Yeah. So well, maybe if, I'll give that a shot. And I'll say this: I mean. is that actually like some things that because uh, I think the biggest thing about Resident Evil Five is it just gets it gets blasted immediately for. Um, like the story and the fact that it's two people and it just doesn't work. But there are some cool things out there. Like it actually, like I think the level design is actually pretty cool. Um, there's like good set pieces. Um, I think actually the game has a really good flow to it. Like you go all over the world um, and stuff like that. And so I think it's kind of cool. I actually don't think Sheva is a terrible character. I think people are annoyed with her just because of the, you know, Sheva, Sheva, Sheva thing. Right. Um, right, right. But I actually think like she's kind of a cool character. Like, and it's, you know, it's, it's kind of interesting. You get flown into this like huge disaster and you kind of got to figure out like what's going on rather than like you being there and shit goes bad. Um, it's kind of like, oh, hey, we're here to like save the day and stuff. So um, there, there's some, it, you know, it's 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 kind of it's it's a mixed bag, really. Um, but if you play, that's why I said if you play it with someone, you're gonna have a great time. Nice. So nice. all right, what is your number eight? My number eight. Um, a lot of people will probably uh, look twice at me for saying this, but um, I have my reasons. Mm-hmm. Again, this is our list. Yeah. Um, now, when when I think about this game, I do think about it in a multiplayer aspect because that's what this game was built around. Resident Evil Outbreak, the first Ooh, one. Okay. Out, no, uh, I, the out, none of the Outbreak games are on my lists. That's okay. Okay. That's okay. Um, yeah. Have you played any of the Outbreaks? No. Okay. So. Resident Evil Outbreak was the first real Resident Evil to be like, you could play online with your friends, but it's not just two player. It's up to four players. Mm-hmm. And I I think it adds a, a nice amount of lore uh, to other characters in Raccoon City trying to escape. It brings you to all sorts of places like hospitals in Raccoon City. It brings you down to... Uh, the sewers. It brings you down to the Umbrella Lab that we see in Resident Evil 2. Um, there are... Um, there's another RPD officer. There's... Um, I th- you, I think you play as an alternate version of Ben from Resident Evil 2. An alternate version of uh, Marvin from Resident Evil 2. Um, it's very interesting, but th- the fact that you could play together with four people 
um, run all over the maps and separate from each other to find the items you need to escape, I thought was uh, very innovative, very interesting. It's not a game that really should be played uh, single player. It gets really wacky and weird. The other characters running around with you start spewing out random words and obscenities. It's, it's very, very odd. I will criticize it for that, but for the fact of how innovative it was for its multiplayer, um, I think it's something a lot of us at the time really wanted in a Resident Evil game. I did. I really wanted that at the time. And what was really, really cool is you had an infected meter. And if you died, you could become a zombie and you could play as a zombie. And if you wanted to be a real dick to your friends, you could attack them. Okay. I'm I'm, yeah. I'm I'm watching gameplay footage of it now. Actually, it, graphically, it looks pretty good for the time. It 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 was impressive at the time. Um, it, it still had like the frame by frame kind of uh, shots. Right. Um, it was it was a little different from the other games at the time. Maybe a, a little uh, unconventional, but it, I I do think it was a good way to add a little bit more lore into what was happening in Raccoon City at the time. So. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's uh, my number eight. All right, my number. Eight. Uh, eight or no number seven. My yeah. my number seven is uh. So at eight I had Resident Evil five. At seven I have Resident Evil six. Okay, Resident Evil six is not um on my list. I really oh did. it's not on your list at all. No, it, it, here's the thing too. I'll say really quick. I enjoyed Resident Evil six. I did. Mm-hmm. Um, still a bit uh actiony, but the storytelling was a bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's just. I was still in a. Here's the thing. I I um. It's gonna sound weird, but it's like my love for Resident Evil. I felt was almost like <laughs> ruined by five. <laughs> it, it, severely uh, ruined by um, uh, five and uh, n- not so much six. Six kind of like sort of helped heal that wound to a degree, but it was Resident Evil still wasn't where I I wanted it to be. Right. At at the time, um, in just Resident Evil Two for the longest time, which I would go as far to say was my favorite game in the world, it arguably still is right now, tied with um, Mass Effect at that number one spot for favorite game of all time, and it's just because of the weird turn the series took at the time that kind right. of diminished the thing almost, yeah, as as a whole for me, but. Yeah, so I, I could get into that later, but go yeah, ahead. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. So with Resident Evil Six, I would say to me it was it fixed most. I would say it fixed like most of the problems with Resident Evil Five. It was still mm. two players essentially, but um, this your AI player was so much better. Um, you managed them a lot better. Um, your AI was just much more improved, and I always thought that the, you could playing the different stories was cool because they all kind of played slightly different, right? Like Chris was much more of like a shooter. Um, Leon was a little more throwback to that um, kind of scary, you know, stuff. And actually, I think was you could tell that this that's where the series was going to go next. If you go play Leon's chapter in Resident Evil Six, it's a clear indication: hey, Resident Evil Revelations is where we're going. Um, you know, like if you once you play the Revelation series, it feels a lot like Resident Evil Six. Um, I always thought it was cool that you kind of got you finally got a lot of these characters coming together, right? Like Leon yeah. fights Chris, and so it's and like just remember, I remember seeing that in the trailer and being like, oh my god, this is going to be so awesome! Like finally they're all yeah. together. Um, because you know when you after I played Resident Evil Four, it was always like, man, who do I like? And then 
Um, four is Leon, five is Chris. And so I was like, who do you actually like more? Are you more of a Chris guy? Or are you more of a Leon guy? Are you more of a Jill guy? Um, Claire. And uh, yeah, so I and so I always just thought it was cool like seeing them. And then you, you play the different stories and they kind of come together at the end. And uh, yeah, so I just think it's basically up. It's it's they fixed a lot of problems with five. And that's kind of yeah. where, that's kind of where six is for me. That's the, it's like the easiest game to, to rank because it just well, I just put it obviously above Resident Evil five. I really liked how in Leon's story in um, six uh, zombies were back. Yep. So that was kind of like one calling uh, to me. And in Revelation, Resident Evil Revelations two, there are zombies actually as yep. well. Yep. So. Um, uh, well, there 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 are in Resident Revelations. Okay, I actually never played the first. Revelations. Okay, yeah, yeah, there 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 are zombies. Yeah. Okay, okay, I only played the second. I've just seen clips of. Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, the first Revelations. I saw some weird, weird stuff for that one, and I yeah, was kind of like, "There's some weird stuff in Resident." Yeah, Revelations. yeah. So I, I, I mo- most of the side games I, I I skipped. So yeah. So yeah. All right. Um. Okay, you're number, number seven. seven. Okay, here we go. Uh, Resident Evil 4. Ooh, wow. Okay, that's fine. We can talk about 4 now. I will just go ahead and uh, tell you where I have it. Is that okay? Go ahead. Yeah, I, go have, ahead. It, I have it as my number 2. Whoa! <laughs> wow! That's really yeah. up there! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, and I, Resident think Evil I, I would argue that most of the internet has that as their number 1. <laughs> Yeah, because Resident Evil 4, I think, is really... Uh, a lot of people didn't like Resident Evil till uh, Resident Evil 4, to be honest. Yeah. And that that's... I, I could sort of understand why Resident Evil was always popular, but um, it, it had a very certain particular fan base uh, pre-Resident Evil 4. Mm-hmm. Um, but Resident Evil 4 reinvented itself. Um, it was originally supposed to be a very spiritual occult game, haunted housey. Before... Have you ever have you ever seen the trailers, for, like the initial trailers for Resident Evil Four? I never saw the initial. Oh trailers, my god! But... It's like su- a total different game. Like yeah, total... I, I heard. I remember. I remember um, seeing it back in the day, and that was the that was back in the days where you know you had to like download trailers because you're on dial up internet and stuff. And so I remember right. it was like E3, and I was like, I remember downloading Metal Gear Solid Three trailer and Resident Evil Four, and just be like, oh my god, these are gonna be super cool. And there was like, you were on like this like airship, and there was like mist everywhere, and like yeah, like, yeah, totally was... different game. See, like I had seen screen caps. I had gotten a GameCube preview uh, book with um, I forget what game it came with at the time. But it had those original images of Resident Evil 4 in there. And that's how I found out about it. I was slipping through it, and there it was. And I saw several screenshots. I saw the airship. I saw other, just a lot of mists. And I just mm-hmm. thought, what is going on? And then when I actually started to see actual trailers for Resident Evil, it was the changed product, which is what we got. But I was still very intrigued by it. Um, I was a little disappointed about the absence of zombies. But the game still managed... Uh, to terrify me, and to be honest, it has one of, in my opinion, one of the scariest moments I've ever played through in the game, and that's when you have to take control of Ashley and move through those dark hallways yep. with the suits of night armor that yep. are moving. Mm-hmm. That 
to this day, it's like I don't want to play through that part ever. But oh my god, it was. Um, I pre-ordered uh, Resident Evil 4. I think was the first game I ever actually pre-ordered, and got that came out. It came with a a soundtrack to uh, the second movie, mm-hmm. uh, the live-action movie with Mila Jovovich and stuff like that. Um, so I thought that was cool. It's like, oh, I got this exclusive. Uh, I got this cool soundtrack with this really cool-looking disc and everything with my game too. But um, again, overall, it it reinvented itself in a uh, good way. Unfortunately, it would give us five. I'm sorry, I know five was on your list, but no, that's okay, that's um, okay. it, yeah, I um, I enjoyed it. I I I don't know um, what else I can uh, really say about it. It was a very I don't know. It, it was very interesting to see this. It had a cult, the Los Illuminados. That was right. very interesting to see. And um, what's his name that leads the cult? Um, oh my God, what's his name? I'm drawing a blank uh, here. Was uh, it Os- uh, Sadler. 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 Um, he, he's very straightforward with how of his disdain of the United States and pretty much how they are, they are literally going to commit bioterrorism on the U S like, and I was kind of just like, Whoa, I was just like, this is deep. I'm thinking to myself, very, very cool. It's got, it's, it's, um, it's occult. It's spooky. It's political driven. Yeah. I just, yeah. Resident Evil Four. Okay. Wow. <laughs> All right. I may. I, we may come back to Resident Evil Four because I want to talk about it at, at two and why why it deserves to be that high. So. Okay. Yeah. For sure. sure. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. So I guess we're on six. Six. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So um, yeah, my six. I have Resident Evil Revelations. The, the, okay. The original one. Yeah. So one. yeah. So Resident Evil Revelations one and two. I think really you could go back and forth. Um, I didn't want to include both of them on my list because uh, I don't know. It's like the same reason I didn't want to include Umbrella Chronicle, Umbrella Chronicles, and Darkside Chronicles because um, I think makes re- sense. Because I, I mean, just because there's only ten games, and um, so Resident Evil Revelations, the first one, um, you know, originally started on the 3DS. Actually, uh, people kind of forget that because now it's been ported everywhere. You can get it on Switch. You can get it on PS4. Um, I have the Wii U version. I think I also have the Steam version. Um, but it was in episodes, and uh, I think it actually kind of worked well. Oh, actually, the second one's in episodes. Sorry, uh, the first one is not in episodes. Um, but well, kind of. But yeah, so you you know you travel all over the world, but it, it goes. It takes the Resident Evil four and five and six gameplay, but it was we we put it back into kind of that spooky style, right? Where you're like you the first one you're um mission you're on like a ship and you know you're like walking around this like ship and, and you run into zombies and it just it feels the way resident evil should feel um nice you're jill and um you know and then there's another mission where you're in kind of a mansion type area and it, it feels exactly the way that resident evil should feel it's like because people are just like oh we want to be back we want it to be zombies again we want it to be scary and it does a great job and uh, I recommend highly picking it up on whatever system you want. Uh, at this point, I would just avoid the 3DS version um, and just go get it on Steam or, or something. But uh, it looks it looks good, even like the PS4 version and stuff. You can tell it was clearly not a uh, like a PS4 game from start. Um, 
Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely some weird, uh, quirky cutscenes and things like that. Um, there's, oh god, there's this one cutscene where you're Chris and you're, you're in this ice area, and the woman you're talking to on the phone is like, you, she's like, "You bet my sweet ass, I will," or something like that. I can't remember exactly what it is, but it's just look it up. It's 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 pretty funny, but. Yeah, I just remember there being some really extravagant looking characters, and yeah, I just there thought are. to myself, yeah. like, like is this like Resident Evil plus Alice in Wonderland? I just, I don't, I don't know what's happening. I yeah. <laughs> think to myself, but I, I mean, yeah, maybe I'll sit down and and play it uh, uh, one day. So, all right, very yeah. interesting pick. It's for good. Sure. Yeah, it, it's good. I, I, I highly, I highly recommend either either of them. Um, so yeah. Check them out. All right. My my number six. Um, and we've mentioned this game earlier, so I'm, I'm sorry, but this is where it is on my list. It's coming out now. Uh, Resident Evil Code Veronica. Okay, that's fine. Mine's mine. Uh, I have Code Veronica at four, so we're about the same. Okay. We're in, All we're right. In, we're in the same range here. All right. Um, so Code Veronica, I mean... For one, there's the big revelation that Wesker is not dead, and you clearly see that he is not what he seems. You know, he is far past being an an ordinary uh, human. Um, very interesting introduction of a new character that is Steve, who um, I wasn't the biggest fan of, but he holds one of the biggest mysteries as to. Well, what really happened to Steve after Resident Evil Code Veronica? Sure, he dies, but Wesker insinuated that he was going to use Steve for a higher purpose. And that, I feel like we never truly got that closure to what really happened there after that. Mm -hmm. But um, now, there, in my opinion, there is a difference between something completely scary and something completely creepy. Mm -hmm. Resident Evil Code Veronica, in my opinion, is the creepiest of all the Resident Evil. Yeah, I'll, I'll agree with and, that. And Alfred Ashford uh, truly uh, puts his stamp on that with his crazy uh, schizophrenia, believing that he's himself and... His sister, lots of creepy um, cutscenes. It's the first Resident Evil to truly utilize full 3D graphics, not photo rendered graphics. Right. And and the biggest improvement was the camera, right? It's it's kind of a you're you're still in that um, it's it's more dynamic. The angles, right? It, yeah, it, it, it yeah. Kind of, it kind of realizes what's going on. Um, it's still that classic Resident Evil. Um, right where you're going through, you know, um, you know, you're going through and it's kind of that like more like kind of overhead view or it kind of shifts around. But uh, it's not locked right where you can't like see what's going on. It, it kind of moves around. In, in I think for the most part. Yeah. Um, it also is the first Resident Evil to allow you to use a sniper rifle and actually yes. use it as a sniper rifle. Right. It, it just had really. um they they got very creative and out of the box uh, with the atmosphere in this. There were just certain areas you'd go to that just mm -hmm. I, I I don't know like kind of like 
there's that like lobbyish area where you first like encounter Alfred Ashford, and you, yep. it, it feels like he's hunting you inside that that lobby to a degree. When you first come upon um, his mansion, and there's like that bolt of lightning going across it, and you hear that laugh, that creepy laugh that he has. Mm-hmm. It's just, oh my god, um, to see. Chris and Claire finally uh, come together uh, was really, really interesting. And and by this point, Code Veronica um, was the game uh, to show, okay, we've officially moved out of uh, Raccoon City and we're exploring many more horizons at this point in the Resident Evil franchise. Mm-hmm. So for that, I, I guess... Um, yeah, it just it it left a, a real incredible um, impression on me. It was a game I've completed, but it was probably the first Resident Evil game I completed not on my own. A friend and I just would trade off the controller um, throughout our playthrough of that at the time, and we were both just very spooked by <laughs> by that. To, yeah. to see a character like Alfred Ashford. In a video game, you weren't quite seeing stuff like that before. The whole cross-dressing, right. schizophrenic, mentally ill, homicidal... Ma- Sorry, my uh, my microphone accidentally disconnected right there. Oh, that's fine. But, that's uh, fine. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, uh, that's, my, that's my six. Yeah. Uh, Resident Evil Code Veronica. Yeah, and uh, so uh, Code Veronica, you know, I, I have a four... Um, you know some other thoughts on it um the i just think going from resident evil 3 and 2 on the ps1 to playing resident evil code veronica on the dreamcast um the dreamcast you know is obviously quite more powerful than the than the ps1 right. and so for me it was like wow like this is this game looks amazing right um there was that initial shock value with it also you could dual wield right like you know claire has right like, yeah, yeah. You, you, the smgs and then you could get the golden lugers yeah it's super sweet you know it's interesting I, um resident evil is actually one of the first things i think back to and there's obviously other things but you know right now we have this big kind of push in hollywood and uh and Rightfully so, that we're starting to get more lead female characters, right? Um, you know, we see it in lots of things, right? We uh, in Hollywood, and uh, um, you know, you and I talk professional wrestling, right? Like, you know, the women's division is really starting to pick up, and it's great. We're getting, uh, you know, women are, are we're but are being more recognized as they rightfully should be. But uh, when right. I think about when I go back and I think about like, well, video games have all, have always done that, right? right. Like. Like Samus is, you know, you know, you have the yeah. I think Samus was the first, right? right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah Samus, Laura Croft, um, Claire, you know, Jill Valentine, Claire Redfield is a freaking boss. Right. Like she is. Yeah, yeah, she's a she's a boss. And in this game, um, you know, she gets some pretty cool. There's actually this game has really cool cutscenes, um, right? That you know, it said like that. It said that um, you know, Shinji Mikami was like inspired by a lot of like John Woo scenes. And if you've ever seen any John Woo movie, um. He did Mission Impossible Two. He did uh, Face Off. Right. He's he's always he's 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 these like big huge explosions, like really like artsy gun scenes and stuff. And so that's kind of where um, the inspiration for a lot of this game's cutscenes came from. So there's just a lot of cool like behind the scenes development stuff in this game. Um, like the Capcom staff was actually really had to focus on finishing Resident Evil three. And so Sega actually kind of stepped in since it was being developed for the Dreamcast and like helped them in some of the development um, 
for the for this game since the Dreamcast was new and kind of a weird architecture is like an arcade uh, chip and stuff like that. And so it's just cool. I've just I've just always I've just always loved uh, Code Veronica. I think it is. Um, uh, I don't know. It came out of actually an attempt of they wanted to port Resident Evil to the two to the Sega Saturn. And it just didn't work. And the Saturn, you know, kind of ended really abruptly. And so, th- so they kind of moved to the Dreamcast and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, that's why I have Resident Evil Code Veronica as my four. Um, but, okay, let's go ahead and move to number five. Yeah, so what is, what, yeah. is, what is your number five? All right. Now, this is the one where people are really going to, like, want to throw something at Uh-oh. me here. I think, I, think, um, I think you and I are in the same boat. Uh, I think this is, this is regarded as... Arguably the worst Resident Evil oh, ever maybe. created. Okay, no, I have no, not. <laughs> that's not happening. Really, really. Okay, okay. So, all right. I have before I say what it is. I have this strange um, attraction to this game because at the time of its release, there really wasn't a Resident Evil like this at all. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on. Can I guess what it is? Go ahead. Yeah. Is it? Is it? Did we do Dead Aim? We did Dead Aim. Is it Survivor? It's Resident Evil Survivor. Okay, that's yeah. what I thought. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Nah, yeah, go ahead. I, I, um, granted, I do think it's, it is a terrible, terrible game. Um, but when I say it's terrible, I just mean the voice acting in this game, right, is, is so horrendous. Um, now, now think about this for example the the english the english voice acting that was terrible mm-hmm. but the original japanese voice acting was apparently worse to the point that the japanese release actually has the english voice acting in it okay so if this was this bad i i would love to hear what the japanese voiceover uh sounds like to be honest um, it was released as the um, first spinoff in the Gun Survivor series in the Japanese version of Resident Evil Survivor. Anyone that's played Resident Evil Survivor knows it was totally in first person. So think about um, Resident Evil Two, Resident Evil One, Two, Three. Think about those graphics, but totally in first person. Mm-hmm. So while it's a terrible game from its like cutscene presentation standpoint. I do think the first person's uh, perspective, though, did create an immersive, um, scary experience, though. So I respect it a lot uh, for that. Uh, it links up with Resident Evil 2, which I thought was cool. Your character, Ark Thompson, was sent to this location in the game called Ashina uh, Island. He was sent there by Leon Kennedy. That's revealed much later in the game. Um, you're chased around by Mr. X as well in this game. Uh, my your first encounter is like in this alleyway, and you just see him coming at you, and there's nowhere to run, there's nowhere to hide. You're forced to pretty much fight him head on. Right. Uh, very very intense um experience. So um, I think I think that's just why I loved it because again at the time when it came out, I was still pretty. I was a pretty young kid. I, I think I was like 11 years old when this game came out. So obviously it still had a hold over me as far as um, scaring me went. So so for that uh, reason alone, 
uh, that's why I, I really uh, appreciate it. I know the, the cutscenes and the voice acting are just totally terrible. They and they just wanted something to to throw out really quick. Capcom, I I, I understand all that, but um, I do like a lot of the new enemy designs in the game. I liked the Hypno Tyrant. I thought that was a very cool. Um, design and if you get the Japanese version it allows you to as well use the gun con control when they released it in the United States they took that function away right. from us users because they didn't want to promote um, you, there was a lot of gun violence at the time going on right when, um, did, the, when did this come out 2000 so that or is that around Colin no Colin Biden was like 97 I think it was because of that, though. It was still, it was still like pretty fresh, that they were just yeah, like nine, Columbine was ninety nine. So yeah, so around that time, yeah, yeah. So they were just like they don't want kids to try to like act out. So I, I can understand that, but um, it it is a dream of mine to get the Japanese version to to try that though to yeah. to be able to try to try to play the game the way it was meant to be played, and because the Japanese game is. In English, all the text, all the um, subtitles are in Japanese, though. Right. So for an American player, it's still pretty accessible. Yeah, I will say, um, you know, I always thought that the box art was really cool. It's like that anime yeah. kind of kind of thing. I it know. is. It I, really is. I, have, I haven't played this, but I think I actually watched a Let's Play of this once. And I don't think it's that bad of a game. I mean, it's in terms of Resident Evil games... Um, I don't know. I mean, there's there's some like mobile Resident Evil games which are not very good, but uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. it probably it probably is kind of towards the bottom, I guess. But in terms of just being a game, I don't think it's like terrible. There are definitely worse games out there, for sure, for sure. And um, I I mean, Resident Evil had always been known for bad voice acting. You know, I love the Resident Evil series, but but it did have bad voice acting, especially in in the beginning. But but this takes. The cake, man. I, yeah. I, I can never get over the beginning. Ork Thompson. Although I don't remember who I am. Well, I know this was no way for somebody to die. The original, <laughs> the original cutscenes in the uh, the cutscenes in the original Resident Evil, like the PlayStation One version, are also yeah. pretty terrible. So, oh yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so. I, 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 I have it. I can kind of let it slide here. I, I still will say that it's bad, but. It it's one of those things where for me it's so bad it's good. Yeah. So <laughs> so okay. Um. All right. So I kind of need to preface this one a little bit. So here's the thing. My top five. Like and again, as I said earlier, I think all ten. Uh, you know, all the Resident Evil games pretty much are great. Um. You know, just in general, I think Resident Evil is a very very good franchise. Um. So we already know two. So now that I'm at my top five here, we already know two of my top five. Right. We I have Resident Evil four at number two. And I have right. Resident Evil, and I have Resident Evil Code Veronica as my number four, so that leaves five, three, and one of my slots available. Um, that doesn't mean that those are the games, because I'm just saying of my slots. I have my first slot, third slot, and fifth slot. So, um, I think that the top, my top five, uh, since I already have Resident Evil Four and Code Veronica, I think all five of these are outstanding games. I think I'm just going to get blasted when I say this is my number five and not my number oh, one. Boy. I have Resident Evil 2. What? Oh, my God. I'm really curious to what your number one is now, man. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. So um, if it is. Resident Evil 2 is on my list. Is on your it list. Is. We can wait. 
Uh, or we can, or we can, or we can, you can come back. To mm, this. Oh man. Let me, let me just give my reasons as to why it's not my number one. Okay. 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 All right. So, um, Resident Evil 2, I've, you know, is obviously a phenomenally good game. Um, you know, it's most people's favorites. And I think when the remake comes out, it will be the best Resident Evil game ever. And I'll totally have to reevaluate my list. Um, I think two is better if, you know, if it weren't for the remake and that's kind of why it pushes it down is that if you just played, have the original resident evil one, right? The PlayStation version, um, versus resident evil two, two is a far superior game, but over time, the remake of resident evil one, um, is obviously it's so good that to me it's always it's just pushed Resident Evil 2 down um but you know Resident Evil 2 is obviously a great game like you get to play as Leon you get to play as um Claire you're in Raccoon City there's an outbreak right. i mean it has a great puzzles it it vastly improves on Resident Evil 1 uh, to me the reason i have it at 5 and we well, we can talk about how great it is um you know once 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 it comes up to yours uh but just the reason i have it at 5 is that um obviously you know the remake, which at this point I think I've, I've, is clearly going to be on my list when we get up there. Uh, and then I have another game um, as well that will take up one of those slots I just feel are better. So, yeah. So, for me, the reason Resident Evil 2 gets pushed down in my list is just because uh, I think the remake hurts it. And and so, yeah. So, but... But two, but two, okay. but two is getting remade. So you know that's gonna that's gonna change the whole dynamic of yeah, of this yeah, when sure. it comes out. So, right. Uh, well, we already know what uh, my number four is. What was your was uh yeah yeah ne- that was Nemesis. Okay, I already I already talked about that. Yeah. Um. So you you want to do your number four then? Well, Which my number four is Code Veronica. So we already talked about that. We already talked about Code Veronica. Okay, so I go. We'll go into my number three. Okay. I guess. What was your number? Okay, here we what go. was your number four? Oh, your number four was. My number four is Nemesis. Resident okay, Evil that's 3. right. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay. All right. So, so my number three is Resident Evil Zero. Okay. I Resident Evil Zero just wow. We got a prequel to the first Resident Evil, and rightfully so. It, it makes it very appropriate because in Resident Evil One. You run into Rebecca Chambers, who's already in the mansion before you. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, and, and you know, you're you're going to look for um, Bravo team, and it's just like, okay, she's she's already here. Where's the rest of Bravo team? You know, and um, so we we get we get to see that, and we get to see that they didn't start out at that mansion, but they started off somewhere. A little bit further uh, beyond the uh, the sequences on the train, and and for anyone that doesn't know, Resident Evil Zero was originally supposed to come out on the N sixty four. There are screenshots of original N sixty four gameplay of Rebecca and Billy on the train. I gotta say, it's it's something. Mm-hmm. It's pretty you know, much what it's, Resident it, Evil looked like at the time. It's it's know? interesting. It's interesting going back and finding stuff like that where something was developed for another system. If you get a chance, go look up Shenmue footage on the sega saturn oh god okay <laughs> yeah all right sounds good to me <laughs> yeah but um you know you're seeing photo rendered ba- photo rendered trains not not 3d rendered trains and very blocky rebecca chambers with um 
almost like a Jill Valentine-esque um, mm-hmm. outfit, uh, much more to a degree. Uh, very, very interesting, but I mean, uh, just seeing more of Bravo Team, seeing more how Resident Evil has become interconnected throughout all the games, it's like you go down to the lab in Resident Evil 2 and you run into Enrico who is on his way back up to the mansion, which when you run into Enrico in the first Resident Evil in the catacombs where he's already been shot and he's trying to tell you that there's a traitor, it's just like, oh my God, it had probably only been a couple of hours ago that you just saw Rebecca down in the lab from Resident Evil 2 Mm -hmm. and that's the last time you guys like had ever seen each other and that's what she says in in the narrative of Resident Evil Zero. She says, I never saw him again. And it was just like, there's this whole real sense of dread in Resident Evil Zero because it's it's like, we know who made it from Bravo Team. It's just Rebecca. Yeah. So you are seeing everybody come to their grim uh, demise. And not only that, you get off the train, you get to the training facility, the umbrella training facility, and you begin to see some really, really screwed up things that's going on within the Umbrella Corporation. When you go down to the basement of what's supposed to be a training facility for their soldiers, you find a torture chamber. Mm -hmm. Why in the world does Umbrella, a pharmaceutical company, have a torture chamber in the basement of a facility? You don't know why. It's never really explained. But my God, that like this, it was, it's like a house of horrors, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, you, again, really cool, um, enemies that we didn't get to see. You had the, uh, the monkeys, the, mm-hmm. the giant, so many giant bugs. The tyrant. Mar- is it, the tyrant the t- is in this. Yeah, the tyrant. Um, it, it's, it's actually, it's, it's funny because, um, in a sense, it is the tyrant, but it's not. It's not the tyrant from Resident Evil One. The tyrant in Resident Evil One is is coded as T double O two. Right. So it makes you wonder, what happened to Double O One? Well, in Resident Evil Zero, you see Double O One, and he pretty much does look exactly like that first tyrant. But you bring him down. But it, it's just. I'll never forget the feeling I got getting into the lab of Resident Evil 2 and Resident Evil 0. Not to mention the fact it's that same, like, train car that takes that elevator down, like in Resident Evil 2. I mean, to see Birkin and Wesker plotting before any of the events really occurred in Resident Evil was just so interesting. It's just one of my favorite prequels of all time. And visually speaking... Oh, it's so good. The GameCube was just so freaking powerful. To this day, I still think it is one of the greatest looking games that still holds up and is on par with with this generation. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. So absolutely. Yeah. Well, and the the now that it's been remastered for Steam and everything, it looks you know it looks it looks phenomenal. So yeah, uh, wow. I don't. Oh man, I don't. I don't want to. <laughs> if I go, if I go now, I'll, I'll reveal reveal uh, some some more of my other uh, games are so I'll, okay all right okay all right, okay. All right. so at my number three I have uh, the Resident Evil remake so Res- the, okay the game right the GameCube Resident Evil um, the GameCube Resident Evil was an absolute uh, game chamber 
game changer. Um, I mean, it, it, it like changed the way I viewed video games. It changed the way I viewed what video games could be. Um, cause it was the first like remake that I think I'd ever played. Um, it's the first remake that I can really think of. Um, and it was just, it was like, to, cause I, you know, played a little bit of the original and to just go from that to this was just like, wow, this right. is so much different, so much better. It today, it, it to this day is still like that scene where you walk into, it's like, it's like one of the, it's like the, it's like the room on the right, you know, when you're in the mansion, you go to the right and there's like a, I think a statue you need to come back to later. But anyway, you get that scene, right. Of the zombie, like walking in like, Oh my yeah, God. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like from the gate, this game is going to be, scary um and it was just so cool seeing how they totally remade the original resident evil and just going from like oh this is what i played because you know you would like before that you would you would play ports right and it would be like okay like i've played you know a lot of games right it's like okay i played like a game that came out on playstation and then it also came out on the Dreamcast, right? Like, you know, oh, there was a Dreamcast version. And, you know, you see those graphical differences, but this was so different. Um, and obviously, it's the original Resident Evil. It's the same story and everything. But to get all of those different cutscenes, the way that they did the, um, like, the lighting in the game was so phenomenal, right? Where it's, like, really dark um, and, like, small light flickers. And, you know, I'd played other Resident Evil games, but, um, like, it was just it really had the, they turned the scariness all the way to the max right like they did like they co- did like as you said code veronica wasn't really scary it was creepy this game is scary it is still by far the scariest resident evil well i haven't played seven so i should i should hold off on that but uh, <laughs> uh, but it's just it's so freaking good the remaster is so phenomenal like i can't it i love it, it i love it so much Fun fact about uh, the Resident Evil remake: there was something that was supposed to be in the game's mechanics that didn't make it actually. Because I remember reading an article about it in um, the old Tips and Tricks magazines. They had a preview for it. Um, for anyone that's played Resident Evil Four, you know that you get the, like those defensive moves if an enemy gets too close to you, you can kick it or knock mm-hmm. them down and stuff like that. That was supposed to be in in. Um, the remake, but for some reason it didn't make it to the, the final cut. I don't know what the circumstances were for that mechanic not making it in, but I remember reading the preview and it did specifically mention that you were going to be able to do that, but instead they switched it to a thing where it was just like, um, I think Jill can um, stab zombies in the head mm-hmm. um, instead or, or taser them and um, Chris can also stab them, but also shove a grenade uh, down uh, an enemy's throat mm-hmm. if need be as well. So instead, we got that, which was which was still really cool and innovative as well. Um, the remake is not on my list. Oh wow! Okay, <laughs> but um, since I gave my number three, that this, this is a perfect segue to my number two. Okay, this and that is, is the original. The original Resident okay. Evil. That's fine. Yeah, hey, yeah. So we both we both have it. We just wrong. have it different. Yeah. Right. Now don't get me wrong. I I wanted to put um th- the remake on there because without the remake, we don't get I don't think Zero would have been what it was. Because right. again, graphically, that Resident Evil remake is 
by far one of the greatest masterpieces graphically. It still holds up to this day amazingly. It's just the power that the GameCube had. It and was it was very it was it came system. out very early in the GameCube's life cycle too. It did. It really, really did. Um, now I picked the original Resident Evil because the original Resident Evil came out in 1996, mm-hmm. and if anyone's played the re- the original Resident Evil. It was a bit more primitive graphically to what Resident Evil 2 was. But in 1996, that game had power over us. That game created fear for us. Jump scares weren't a novelty then. Jump scares were something we weren't exactly used to in a game. And for a game to look the way it did at the time, to... to Managed to have that power over us, I think, is a true testament to what was in store for us in the future. That was the bar the original Resident Evil set for us. And I think um, one of the most enticing things about the original Resident Evil, as well as the remake, of course, is the fact that this is a modern-time twisted spin on the haunted house story, basically. Mm. Oh, absolutely. You are locked inside of a haunted house with monsters and you have no sense of direction no idea where to go because we had never been introduced to this kind of game before you had somewhat horror-esque games you had like friday the 13th games and splatterhouse games on super nes right. alone in the dark like that, everything alone and alone in the dark essentially is the first 3d survival horror game you know and resident evil is also based off of uh sweet home but again 2d like top down it's like sure maybe it might have been creepy to some people at the time but we'd never seen the likes of this in the survival horror um realm and i think that was the true thing to really like fire the first shot to be like a new age is dawned in uh gaming and it's uh it's thanks to the the first resident evil and i think be, i i mean again the remake is just superb uh, another thing that i will give the remake was the original resident evil was supposed to have the lisa trevor storyline in it mm-hmm. but i guess because of programming sake they just couldn't fit it all in maybe i again i don't know the entire circumstances and why that didn't make it into the original resident evil but it was supposed to be there it was supposed to be original content so in a sense you are getting the resident evil story the way it was truly meant to be in the remake but um I, i i put that on my list as well again because i think it's it's important to remember where everything came from mm-hmm. and that's and that's that game that right. the original resident evil well so to me the remake um and resident evil in general i mean that so so like it's right it's the remake and the original the game itself we wouldn't have silent hill would not exist without resident evil and the best part about silent hill is is that when when a series takes off competitors have the tendency of copying what their competition is. Mm -hmm. Silent Hill was able to have its completely own identity when it came out. It didn't need to copy Resident Evil. But again, though, at the same time, it's because of Resident Evil we got Silent Hill. Right. You have to recognize that. And, and, you know, even even, the original, don't get me wrong, the original is still a scary game. Um, You know, I just, to me, the remake is just, it's so phenomenal. 
that it's like I just I I forget about the original because when I think of Resident Evil One, I just my mind immediately goes to the remake. Um, but you know both both games obviously are great. The remake is you know phenomenal in its own right as well. Um, but you know to me the thing that I think immediately made Resident the 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 tiniest little thing about Resident Evil. Um, you know they have these simple things in it, but I think it's it's what set the stage for the entire series, and uh, it's the door. It's the opening the door. Yeah, is yeah. is what it is what it comes down to. I think that because um, you know it's it's a it's a great way to do a loading scene, um, and you know it's such it's this it's this simple little thing, but because it goes to the first person view it, and you, you see this door just open. I don't know what it is, but it just adds this eeriness to it. That it does though, because it is, there's a quietness to everything. Right. It's this tiny little thing. But I think it is it if you got rid of that, I I I don't know if it would have done as well. <laughs> like and also you know, I, no, I agree. I agree. And I think another thing it it um it adds to is the fact that again, it's something so small, but it's it creates a fear of the unknown. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't know what's on the other side right? at all. Like in games, there's a way to kind of like navigate to know what's coming. Yeah. Resident Evil with its camera angles and the door. Mm-hmm. You, and you had and the no fact idea. That, and the fact that you had limited supply. You like you really have to manage your ammo. You really have to manage manage heat, resources. Manage sure. resources. Yeah. So yeah. So cool. Either way, yeah. Uh, the remake or the original. Um, you can get the original on the PlayStation Classic when it comes out. Um, but yeah. Cool. All right. I just pulled out my original copy right now from my my PlayStation collection. Nice. I have it in my hand right now. <laughs> okay. So um, so we've revealed. I think at this point we've both revealed all of our list except for number one. Uh, to a degree, I'd say, yeah, yeah. Okay, for sure. so all right, so I'm just gonna go back over my two through ten. Um, yeah, yeah. So at ten, I have Resident Evil three. At nine, I have Resident Evil Dark Side Chronicles. At eight, I have Resident Evil five. At seven, I have Resident Evil six. At six, I have Resident Evil Revelations. At five, I have Resident Evil two. At four, I have Code Veronica. At three, I have the remake of the original. And at two, I have Resident Evil. Four. So what is your two through ten since we have been jumping around? So make- All right, my two through ten. Ten is Resident Evil 7. Nine is Resident Evil Dead Aim. Eight is Resident Evil Outbreak. Seven is Resident Evil 4. Six is Resident Evil Code Veronica. Five is Resident Evil Survivor. Four, Resident Evil 3 Nemesis. Three, Resident Evil Zero. Two, Resident Evil, I guess in this sense I could say Resident Evil Director's Cut, mm-hmm. the, okay. the original. For Resident sure. Evil, so. Cool. Okay, so um, my number one, uh, my number one is – I'm oh. really curious about yours because I, I have no idea what it is since I haven't, since I haven't gone over it. We ha- I haven't gone over it. But my number one is Resident Evil Zero. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's that's why I was kind that's of that's an like, awesome. Like, that's an awesome choice, though. I, mean, I love Resident Evil I Zero. Is a great Resident, game. I love Resident Evil Zero so much. It is the it is the final game essentially in the original format. Um, it is. The, it is. As you said, you know the, the the fact that it's a prequel, you get a lot of the origin stuff on what was going on, creating these viruses, how Wesker is involved, why Wesker is involved. Um, 
I think for me, the thing I liked most about it was, you know, you play four and five and six, right? And you're, you're, you're even in four, you're managing two people. In zero, you're managing two people, but in a cool way. Like you, you do the shift back and forth between the yeah, two, right? the and shift. I forgot to mention and that. And you're yeah. you're in different parts of the map, and it's like, oh, I need to do something over here, and it does something over there. And you know, sometimes in Resident Evil, um, especially the original game, gosh, some of those puzzles you just get stuck on. And you know, in Resident Evil Three, God, the freaking water puzzles like terrible. Um, the water sample one, and and so. Sometimes like and you find this with RPGs, right? Too is sometimes you get to a point in in longer games where you run into a part that you just don't know how to do. And you know, you go back to that time, yeah, the internet was around, but you know, a lot of people had dial up still, and so you would get in games where it's like, I don't know what to do, and you would put the game down. Or you get to a really hard part and you, you end up putting the game down. Resident Evil Zero actually has, when you think about it, really complex puzzles because you know, you have to be on opposite sides of the map. But they were a little more simplified because of that. So there was, they weren't like as complex. You just kind of had to think about it in two different ways. Like, yeah, it was kind of like you, you had, once you realize that you had to have them in two different places, then it comes together. Right. Basically. Yeah. So you're still spending yeah. the same amount of time on puzzles. It's just not like, it's just not these puzzles where it's like, I don't know what to do. It's more just like, oh, I just have to go do this. Um, but it was, but it was, it was interesting and it was cool. And, you know, as you said, graphically, it looks amazing. I loved the idea of Rebecca and Billy. I actually think Billy's a really cool character um, who I would love to see again. Um, I thought they had a really interesting dynamic. And, you know, like, you know, the entire time I'm playing, I'm like, well, maybe Billy dies. Right. Because. Right. Because we don't see him. We don't see him. We don't see him. We don't hear about him again. And so the entire time I'm playing, I'm thinking, like, I wonder if Billy dies. Um because we we don't know anything about him, and so right, he doesn't. Right. He doesn't. Um, but then Rebecca go, right. Rebecca ends up going her way, and so the entire time I was playing, I was like, "Well, I bet this guy dies," and it didn't happen. And so the story, even though it's a prequel, he's like, "I don't know." Like I I know that Rebecca lives, um, but it was so it was a cool way of doing a prequel with introducing a character that may or may not make it. Um, and so I just again, that's another interesting dynamic that I think Resident Evil Zero has. Yeah, you know what? Um, while we're in this, a couple of more things I want to add, actually, um, that that I didn't bring up before is the fact that um, Billy's departure is totally ambiguous, and it at the same time it doesn't surprise me because I mean, Resident Evil is a Japanese franchise, and they're very, very big on having ambiguous endings. A lot of anime is like that as well. That's just the way they tell stories. You know, they want to leave a a wide uh, perspective um, open, which is which is cool, but it's one of the greatest mysteries in the Resident Evil mythos. Whatever happened to Billy? We to this day, you you don't know as a fan, yeah. as a player. It's very very um, uh, intriguing to to think about. Um, but another thing too is again, you get to control two different characters in a very very interesting way, and for the parts where you're together, say. There's a sense of urgency that's even created in the sense where, um, say I'm Billy and I I I have Rebecca tailing right behind me and a leech zombie comes out and, and grabs her and I run through that door without her, 
You know, it does the yep. whole thing. The door graphic, the door opens, and you go forward, you slam shut, Rebecca's not with you, and all of a sudden your radio starts going off like wildfire, and you hear just Rebecca mm-hmm. screaming on that radio, begging you to come back and help her, and that it makes your heart start pumping like, I got to get back there before, because if she dies, it's game over. Right. Well, and you know, you know the funny thing is that uh, it works better than Resident Evil Five, and your and your your character is just a statue, right? Like they just stand there when you when you you know you can have them follow you, or you can have them come. Right. You can kind of like radio them to come, but other than that, they just kind of stand there. Uh, whereas Resident Evil uh, Five, you know, they'll they'll move around and shoot and stuff like that. Um, I think they do in in this one too, but it's just like Resident Evil Five is obviously a lot more, you know. Handles. Advanced gameplay, right? Yeah, wise. a lot more right. advanced, right? And you're, but you're, you know, in this, you kind of really have to kind of think in two different parts, because um, they just pretty much for the most part just stand there, and so you, re- right. yeah, you have to, you have to uh, kind of manage them when they're over when they're over somewhere else, and um, like ammo management, right? Like at the time, it was like, oh, like sh- I need to make sure I have ammo if I'm playing as Billy, or you know, Rebecca needs ammo too. And stuff like right, that. Right. So it's just great. I loved it. Um, it was cool. You know, it was another one where you beat the game, you unlock outfits, uh, which I always thought was cool. Billy got like sunglasses or something, and yeah, 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 yeah. something like that. Yeah. So it, it, Resident Evil Zero, I think, um, I think it's very overlooked now, uh, unfortunately, but it might be my favorite uh, prequel game in general. I think, to be honest, it's. Um, Wow, I'm so pumped now. I think I might go play Resident Evil Zero. Soon I know. Now, yeah, it's, it's, it's great. Well, it's on PS4 now. They released the remaster. They released yeah. both games. I, I games do. In. I have the remastered uh, version actually downloaded on my Xbox. Oh, so. cool. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe. So maybe I'll. Uh, my backlog is so big, man. Oh, I, I, I know. I, I'm, but, I'm right. I'm uh, right sounds, it sounds. It's just too good, though. It's Resident Evil Zero. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's awesome. Okay, so what, uh, here we go. What is your number one? I'm. I'm curious. My number one. Is Resident Evil Two? Okay, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. You had it. Yeah, you're like, oh wait, yep. Okay. Yeah, it was. It's like I kind of revealed it was higher on my list when you brought it up. That's true. I just but I, I I guess you know well, there's just so much excitement with these other games. It's so easy to to get lost in this. But uh, yeah, Resident Evil Two is uh, my favorite Resident Evil um, ever. Um, it's the first Resident Evil I actually ever played. Uh, I played it when it came out. A friend of mine uh, that I uh, he he had it. Uh, he had the N sixty four version actually, and then I I would eventually get the PlayStation version. And quickly after that, I w- would rent uh, director's cut at Blockbuster. Um, but Resident Evil Two Man was my first introduction to survival horror, and there, there's parts there's parts in that game. That scare me. That I don't think would scare other people, but I'm I'm the kind of person that kind of takes um, great attention to very certain details, especially atmospheric wise. Mm-hmm. Um, and I so I think quick, to a quick degree, question: yeah. Did you play yeah. it on N64 or did you play it on PS1? Well, I first originally played it on N64, but I I I did. Um, get it soon after on the PS1. Okay, yeah, yeah. Actually, so and 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 I would finish it on the PS1 as well. Um, so I just 
it's it's incredible to see how far Resident Evil 2 made its jump from the first Resident mm-hmm. Evil. Graphic-wise, gameplay-wise, setting-wise, it, it just, you knew um, from the start, and the deeper and deeper you got into this game, you knew you were dealing with a completely different animal from the first Resident Evil, and you knew that this series was only going to go deeper after Resident Evil 2, especially in the fact the matter is when you realized if you got the PlayStation version, you had the two discs, so you had to pick, well, which disc am I going to play first, Leon's disc or Claire's disc? And once you finish the first disc, you have to play the, the next scenario, which takes you on a completely different route with that, char- with that character, and it's just, it builds up that whole Resident Evil 2 story. It makes it mm-hmm. so much bigger than the first game. Um, I mean, I'll never forget the first time you're... Uh, this has left a, a prof- this left a profound uh, impression on me when I was younger, and it's when you first find Ben, who is a reporter. Um, when you run into Ada, she's saying she's looking for her boyfriend, John, who she claimed worked for Umbrella. If anyone paid enough attention to the first Resident Evil... There is a letter from this John character, and the password to one of the computers in Resident Evil 1 is Ada. Wow, okay, So yeah. that's very, very amazing storytelling right there to connect those two games. Not to mention the fact that Claire was also looking for Chris, her brother. Um, so there was that to take into consideration. That was pretty, pretty cool. And when you find Ben, who apparently knows something about John... He's not really telling anything because he's a smartass, his character. So Leon figures we're not going to get anything out of this guy. Let's just leave him in there. And he wants to know where the key is so he could take it with him to leave Ben in the cell. But Ben has the key. He has it with him because he locked himself in there. And he Mm -hmm. says he will not come out because he says it's not just zombies you have to worry about. Now, obviously at this point, you'd run into um, zombie dogs, the liquors, what else can be out there? And the second he says that, there's this eerie silence followed by William Birkin just roaring in agony because by this point he's become the tyrant. Right. He's injected himself with the G virus and he's running around in the sewers. And I just will never forget the chills that went down my spine. I never experienced anything quite like that moment in a game. I loved. Leon's sense of uh, heroics. It was his first day on the job as a as a cop, which was also his last day on the job as a cop. Right. Yeah. But um, he still fe- felt his obligation, his sense of duty to search for survivors as a cop and save as many people as he could. I'll never forget encountering Brian Irons for the first time, playing as Claire Redfield and seeing how he killed the mayor's daughter. You're seeing the true mind of a maniac, and you're thinking to yourself, this guy was the chief of police? He's a psychopath. It was really opening up new doors to what we would get down the line further in the Resident Evil franchise. Resident Evil 2 helped set all of that. And once more, what even helped further the story in motion more is... If you played through the game and completed it right, you unlocked um, the special um, survivor mode, which you play 
as Hunk. Hunk is one of the Umbrella agents that is attacked by William Birkin in the sewer after they try to retrieve um, virus samples from him. So when you play that mini-game, your objective is to get abstraction, extraction from um, other Umbrella forces. You have to fight your way out of the sewers through the Raccoon City Police Station. In the aftermath of Resident Evil 2, get to the top of the police station, fire a flare, boom, a chopper comes. So, oh and behold, you have samples of this virus, and that's just another way to tell that there is more to come with this story. Resident Evil 3, Resident Evil 4, Resident Evil Code Veronica, two really, um, they dug as deep as they could for that game to show, we're just getting started here, mm -hmm. really. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I... I really don't know what else I could say about Resident Evil 2. It's just Leon and Claire were awesome. I'm a Leon guy. You know, mm -hmm. you, you asked that question, are you a Leon guy? Are you a Chris guy? Blah, blah, blah. I'm I'm a, I'm a Leon guy, and it's because of Resident Evil 2. I, um, I, I, I don't know. That character just resonates um, really well with me. Um, just so many cool locations from the police station. A weird, twisted police station, mind you. Right. You've never seen anything like right. it. Um, the sewers, getting into the Umbrella Lab. Cool foreshadowing in the Umbrella Lab. There is a room you can get into to just get a few items, and there's a computer to um, unlock another room down in the labs to, again, get other items. And the code is Nemesis. Mm -hmm. You're seeing that in Resident Evil 2. There's the special key you can get to unlock the outfits. Um, people always said Resident Evil 3 takes place a couple of hours before Resident Evil 2. How do you prove that theory? In Resident Evil 2, if you start the game without attacking any zombies and without um, I, picking up any items, uh, for that matter, by the time you get to the police station, if you've accomplished all that and got to the police station that way, you go down these side steps and there is Brad who Nemesis killed at the entrance of the police station. There he is as a zombie. And you better have not have used any ammo at all <laughs> because you need the whole entire clip to, to, to defeat Brad. Otherwise, you're screwed because he is overpowered as well because he has the special key. You get um, new weapons and w with your special costumes that you get. So they really make you fight for it. A very, very cool uh, tidbit to add in there. Um, yeah, I that was that was my start. That was my introduction into the world of survival horror. I um, I played through Resident Evil Two countless, yeah, countless times. Never, never, ever got uh, tired of it. I love it. Yeah. Hey, man. I you know here's the thing with Resident Evil Two. Um, you know, as I said, I, I think it's great. Uh, I just I had some of those other games in front of it, like the re remake. But um, I think come around, what is it, January or February? Uh, the when the remake comes out, I think it's oh yeah, Jan yeah, Jan I, yeah January twenty fifth, twenty nineteen. I I highly I I don't know. It looks the remake looks so, and people have been clamoring for it forever. There was somebody did a tech demo a couple years ago. Um. They just did their own like Resident Evil right. 2 remake. They were working on it in Capcom, you know, shut it down. Um, if you can still find that footage on YouTube, you might be able to. It looked really good, and uh, but yeah, man, the 
the trailer, you know, watching uh, E3, I was just like, oh, my God, this looks awesome. And it's what I was – or it was Tokyo Game Show, either way. Uh, it's just what I've been most excited for. Like, that is – it is the game I am most excited for next year is the Resident Evil yeah, 2 I, remake. It, it, it looks so good. <laughs> yeah, I was very um, – I didn't know what we were going to get. I was wondering to myself, well, what if this is in first person now just like Resident Evil 7 since Resident Evil 7 is the newest? Yeah. It made me wonder, are they going to do the third person or first person perspective? They went with third person, I – I'm, I, you know, I think I would have been down with either uh, direction, to be honest with you, at this point. And just seeing the first trailers for it, I, I didn't expect it to blow me away the way it did. You know, you know, the, the interesting thing is, so you know, they, they re- obviously they remade Resident Evil, uh, one for the GameCube, right? And I'm actually right. glad that they did it in that old engine. Um, right. right with the advancements, obviously there were advancements with Code Veronica. Of course, right, of course, the, the, right, you know, the right. engine kind of changed, and so I'm glad that it was remade the way it was, and I'm glad that it they haven't remastered Resident Evil four, uh, two until now, because you know they went through a hard time as we as we talked a little bit about you know four five and six. I mean obviously four was really great. Because um, they introduced this new engine, but then with five and six, it seems like they they just went too deep into that. And I'm glad right. now, having played Revelations, to know that okay, we we've now that we've figured out how to you know use this engine, but still make it scary. Um, I'm glad that now we're getting the Resident Evil Two remake because I I feel like it's like hey, we've we've messed up in the past. Um, you know, we've gone through some things, and it's like. I'm glad that they waited since this is probably the most beloved game in the franchise, I would argue, you know. Um, I'm glad now that we're getting the remake after they've gone through that kind of struggle um, because it's great and everyone's going to love it. And I highly anticipate I will be changing my list when when the remake comes out. You know, it's really interesting to mention, too, though, because we mentioned that hard spot that Resident Evil kind of hit at the time. But what's really interesting to take into account as well is the fact that Capcom even as a whole was was going through some some rough stuff with a lot of their titles. It wasn't mm-hmm. even just Resident Evil. So it's it's very uh interesting to see them get back on on their game here. And mm-hmm. I'm very very interested to see when this remake comes out. You know, I you know, I I put Resident Evil, the original Resident Evil on my list over the remake. I wanted to put the remake, but from a historical standpoint, that's why I put uh the director's cut the original one now i just i'm wondering to myself where am i going to stand with the original resident evil 2 when this is all said and done i'm yeah. really really uh interested to to find out but it's uh it's definitely something i'm i'm getting for the most part i'm kind of like oh let's stop with remakes let's do something a bit more uh, original but resident evil 2 is always one of those ones that people wanted for so long and we didn't know if we were going to get it yeah. or not well you know here's the, here's and, the thing is um i am actually i'm okay with remakes because okay. especially remakes of i'm not a, i don't i don't like the re, even the remasters i'm fine with i'm i'm totally fine with remastering games um i'm really fine with remastering and or remaking games of that ps2 ps1 era because mm-hmm. especially ps1 n64 era because Three, the jump from 2D to 3D did not work well for, I would say, most games. Like, a lot of, like, Sonic, you know, 
Sonic Adventure 1 and 2 are good, but it, Sonic took a long time to figure out how to do 3D, and I still don't know if Sonic has entirely figured it out, right? Uh, you know, like... Um, yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> right, and so and so a lot of games struggled in that jump from 2D to 3D. Like, I mean, look at, like, the Crash Bandicoot remake. Like, that's a great way to remake a game, right? Like, Crash Bandicoot. That was game. pretty good. But yeah, going yeah. back and playing PS1 games and N64 games, they just don't hold up well. And it's just because it was early polygon, you know, technology, all that stuff. Um, you know, whereas like SNES and NES games, because they were sprite based, um, you know, like cartoon, more cartoony graphics, they still hold up and play fine today. Just it's the nature of the art style. Um, you know, even, right. even when I think about a game like Wind Waker, right? Like Wind Waker cell shading, like the original Wind Waker still holds up well today. It's not fantastic, but it holds up well. But okay, then they remade it for the Wii U, and it was freaking gorgeous, right? Like even I would have much rather, you know, they they you know, air quote here, remade Ocarina of Time for the 3DS. You know, they really just kind of took it and just kind of reskinned it. Um, I would so much rather they just go ahead and just do a full remake of it. Um, I I I have I have no problem with that. And so with Resident Evil, Resident Evil Two, you know, the the technology we have now. Um, you know, I mean, Resident Evil 2 came out when? You know, like 1997 or something? Um, 98. 90, uh, right, 97, 98. It's 2019 when this will be coming out. I mean, that's... God, it's hard to think about that. Just, it's, just it's about It's hard years, to think yeah. about that being 20 years, but it is. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and just a year after Resident Evil 2 came out, Resident Evil 3 and Dino Crisis came out. Mm-hmm. And then Code Veronica followed up like a few months after that. Yeah, so. Right, for the Dreamcast originally. Right. right. It's it's crazy how they were fleshed out so fast, but so they were just such good games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I it's um Yeah, I it, it's still kind of hard to believe that wow, we've finally really got the Resident Evil 2 remake because yeah. let me tell you man when when the the want when the demand first started for the Resident Evil 2 remake we were still in Resident Evil 1 Resident Evil 0 remake oh absolutely we were, yeah. we were like we weren't even at the new game engine we weren't even at the over the shoulder viewpoint or anything like that so i got to admit like part of me was still in that mindset that that's what the Resident Evil 2 remake was going to be. And then once I finally saw the shoulder, the over the shoulder view, I accepted it, but it made me realize, of course it's, it's friggin' 2018. Right. Of course it's not right. going to be Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Anymore. Yeah. Ab- absolutely. Yeah. So, well, great lists. Though, hey I man. Think. Yeah. Great. This was awesome. Loved having you on again. Uh, I hope everyone, uh, you know, enjoys. I love talking Resident Evil. Um, I think it, it's. Yeah, I, I, like I actually. It up. It, I I think it's actually in a weird way. I think it's kind of. No, I don't want to say an underrated series. I just think I think the games are like phenomenal. Actually, I think they're like really good tributes to gaming. Um, and I think sometimes that it just gets put on the back burner because you know, like five and six kind of struggled. Um, but man, when you go back, some of these since rival horror games are great. So, all right, well, um, wrap it up here. Um, all right, Adam, where can people find you on the internet? Um, I am on Twitter at Adam Tiger bomb. I'm also on Instagram at Adam Tiger bomb, where you can see me, uh, if not every day, every other day posting photos Mm -hmm. of, um, 
games I'm picking up or games I'm uh, playing there. But um, I'm highly uh, interactive on on both. So if you want to talk games or, or wrestling or, or, or whatever, that's where I am. Mm-hmm. And you do and you do two podcasts. I do do two podcasts. Yeah, actually, wow, I can't believe I forgot to mention that. Um, I do a wrestling podcast that you could follow on Twitter at FMOW underscore podcast. That's the Funk Masters of Wrestling. That is me, Mario, and Doc. And then you could listen to my new gaming podcast that's actually re- – it. we release episodes on a biweekly uh, basis, actually. I'm, I just – you know, it just – there's just yep, so much for that sure. we all have to get done. So I just I'm trying to make this in a way that you know it's not overbearing and still make it fun. But that is the Game Jockeys Retropod that you could find on Twitter at uh, Game Jockeys Pod. That's me, um, and you could also follow uh, my co-host Ben at Nuke the Bridge on twitter as well on instagram at ben visioned really really cool guy very stoked that he decided to do that show with me so yeah cool. that's awesome it. hey well you can find me uh anywhere on the internet at super gains bros i also do a uh, game of thrones podcast called bend the knee and uh right here on box trick on podbean itunes all of those things youtube and uh yeah um i think adam and i have have a few more things in the works uh glad to have Ooh. you have glad to have you back on yeah we'll be uh doing yeah thanks man i doing appreciate for it for sure oh yeah so um all right well as always guys thanks for listening <laughs>